yet for that 12 seconds. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, every now and then I, I get lucky. <laughs> or do as I'm told, whichever, however you want to look at it. I was going to say, you got lucky when you married me. Let's not forget that. You don't have to give me that kind of look. That's terrible. That's a terrible look. You shouldn't give me those kind of looks. <laughs> this is Cricket. And Vaughn. And you've reached the Shays Lounge. And we have a semi-special guest tonight. The youngest son has decided he wants to sit in here with us and learn and maybe be on the podcast. He might comment something here and there. You might hear him giggle. I don't know. But he's here hanging I, out with us. I wouldn't consider myself special. I think you're pretty special. Oh, yeah. Special something, anyway. Special sauce. Is that what it is? No. Well, there's something different about every human being. That's true. If we were all the same, we, nobody would be special, right? Mm -hmm. If everybody was special, nobody would be special. Mm -hmm. That's we're all special in our own ways. I'm you special. everyone's special. Which You're also special, means Ed. No one. <laughs> so, we were gone last week because we had like... Oh my gosh. So much stuff happened last week. Um, yeah. So... I think, have I talked about the new job? I think I've talked about the new job on the podcast. Um, we were talking about um, moving to, did we tell them where we were moving to? No. Did we need to tell them where we were moving to? Out of state. Out of state. We're moving out of state to Louisiana, and um, which would be different. And... Um, you know, we were kind of looking forward to this move. It was it was going to be really interesting. It was it was uh, I was not going to a different job, but I was doing a different job function within the same job that I have. Within the same company. Within the same company, um, working for potentially a lot more money, which was going to be really really nice. Yeah. And um, you know, we what was the way it was working out is that. We were going to be moving to a city in Texas, and I would be working in a city in Shreveport. Well, there you go. I just told you. <laughs> We've been talking about it for so long. <laughs> There's only two major well, cities in Louisiana anyway, so it was either going to be New Orleans or Shreveport, right? Well, Shreveport, Bossier City area. Okay. Well, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a big area, so yeah. they're, they're not going to find me. <laughs> Come look for Cricket in Shreveport. You won't find me. But uh, but anyway, uh, we were you know we were going to live in a in a city in Texas, and I was going to work in Shreveport, and Vaughn was going to keep his current job where he is, um, because we could kind of live somewhere in between, and we could both drive our separate directions. So that fell through, because the house we were looking at to get in that Texas city didn't come through. Right. So. I've been looking for houses in Shreveport, which was kind of fun. It was actually a lot of fun, like looking at these different houses. And and uh, last last week, I actually went and visited several of the houses and fell in love with a couple of them. And it was, you know, everything was kind of rocketing forward. We already had somebody uh, scheduled to come in here and, and like buy our house, and uh, you know that that was an interesting evolving situation because it was how deep do we want to go into this? Well, we just had somebody lined out to buy the house. That's yeah, enough. yeah, and and so that's what we were doing last weekend was we were getting all of this like situated. squared away and situated and and just 
<sighs> it's been planned a, out. It's been a bunch of stuff. There was a lot of moving parts, and if one of those moving parts messed up, the whole thing was just going to go right off the tracks. So, you know, it, it was going to derail like like the Trump train. It was going to derail, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we were doing our best to try to keep everything moving and anything, and I was supposed to go on my final interview for this job. When was it? When Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. And Thursday morning, they had a conference call at my corporation saying that there was a hiring freeze. Which means I don't get to move into this new job. And they're not hiring anybody from the outside, and they're not promoting anybody from the inside. Everything is on hold. And it's because of a weird issue that we're having with some of our suppliers. You know I work for a, a, a car rental agency. We can't get new cars because no new cars are being manufactured in the United States because there is a shortage of microchips. And this is going to affect, we don't know how long this is gonna affect us. They said it may be worse than COVID in terms of how it's gonna affect the, the car industry. So we're looking at a hiring freeze anywhere from two months to a year. So I'm still going into that job. I just don't know when. So we're, we're where we were and... Just had to make some tweaks and adjustments. I, I think that's a fair way of stating it. Um, but, you know, this is going to be cool. Um, this is going to be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to see how these seeing how these tweaks and adjustments are going to work out. Um, so, anyway, that's why we missed last week. And it kind of sucks, but we'll roll with it. You know, we've had worse things happen to us before, and, you know, we've managed to roll with it. And, you know, I, I've been very open about the fact that I go to therapy. I was talking with my therapist about this on Thursday, and I've been weirdly calm about the whole situation. I haven't... I haven't had any major freakouts about going to this new job. I haven't had any major freakouts about not being able to go to the new job. And I can't figure out if the therapy is working or if my anti-anxiety medication is really just kicking it up a notch. <laughs> and I really don't care at this point because I'm kind of liking the fact that I'm just going along in an even keel and not having to worry about stuff. It's really nice. I don't have that, you know, that pit you get in, the, in, in your stomach. When, when you just can't handle something and it's just it's just awful like I don't have that which is nice because it gives me antacid and I don't like eating Tums because that just that messes with your gastrointestinal system so that's my news for the week what's your news for the week um well, I got my full I'm fully vaccinated now oh yeah got my last shot on the 20th of the moderna I'm Team Moderna too. You know, and, and I can remember when I got my first shot, man, it kind of messed me up a little bit the next day. But the second shot didn't were, bother me. You were a little sick to your stomach, like the day after. Well, that morning, but it went away. Yeah, and it, it was. Went, yeah. I was expecting much worse. I was too, because I've heard that that second shot will mess you up. I mean, I know that happened to a boss on my boss at work because it was like uh, twice. I mean, both of his shots, he felt like he got he had the flu the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, I got my first shot on Saturday. That was another thing that was that was kind of putting us out. Um, and I was kind of expecting to have some, some weirdness. You know, I kept 
watching just to make sure I didn't have any weird heat lines like Vaughn had and to make sure that I, I you know, didn't have these little flashing lights that Vaughn... I think Vaughn was just crazy. I think maybe he's just, like, going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or something because, like, none of the stuff that happened to him happened to me. I had zero effects. Well, doesn't it have different effects depending on the person? No, it's... Your dad is crazy. Well, from what I've heard, different people have different... From what I've heard, different people have different reactions. To no, that. we're going with your dad is crazy. Okay. I can understand that. He is a bit crazy. <laughs> are these ours? Or? Yes, those are ours. Okay. You can eat those. <laughs> You're being very, very loud. My very goodness. Noxious I am so sorry, listen. God. Oh. That okay. Was, that was um, loud. Sorry. So we've got the other kid in here who's unplugging stuff and... Anyway, I th we're still recording. We're good. I know, but it's like no, nothing's going on for an hour, and then we come here and do this shit, and then they come in here and just... Tr it's like, let me see how much noise I can make. <laughs> that is kind of true. Yeah. Well, okay, so I've got, some, I've got some good things to discuss today. So let's figure out what we're talking about. So I got into a very long Facebook discussion. I'm a member of the What's Happening in Our County um facebook page and uh, all those beeping all that beeping that you hear is our oldest son making food anyway so i'm a member of the the county page and i i mostly just lurk i don't you know i don't interact with it a lot because these people are foreign to me and <laughs> they're all nuts but you know it's fun to to kind of watch the stop stop whipping the dogs up it's fun to kind of watch the um you know, the people talk with each other and, and everything else. And um, so today I just happened to ask a question because we have got a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of Trump 2020 flags and signs out in front of their house in our town. Now, we live in a very red state. We live in a very red city. And... And honestly, the state's not really all that red. We just live in a very red part of the state. Exactly. Very red. Um, but, I mean, and, and I get flying your Trump flag. Like, that part does not mystify me. Because there were people flying, you know, Obama flags and had Obama bumper stickers. And people had Bush. I mean, I had, when, in, in 2004, I had a, a, a W04 on the back of my Mustang. I had that special made for my car in the same color as my car so it would match. You know, I, people do stuff like that. I get it. Well, yeah, but when it's six months after you lose, take your damn flag down, you idiots. That's the part I don't understand. Why are you hanging on to the Trump 2020 part of it? At, at the very least, you know, put out a Trump 2024. I mean, the man lost in 2020. Why are you clinging so tightly to that? But I, but I, and I was doing my best to try to understand why these people are, you know, hanging onto these flags. And man, I was told everything from mind your business to maybe you shouldn't worry about things that don't concern you. I was told by one lady who was actually the nicer of, of the ones that reacted to me. Um, well, we just, it's been too wet for us to change our flags. I was like, it hasn't been raining for six months straight. <laughs> There's been sunny days. Today was a sunny day. Go change your flag. So, well, since since then, we've put up flags. So, yeah, if we can put up flags, somebody can go take their flags down. Right. 
right. It's just these people that are still like not accepting the outcome. Yeah, and, and really, and and I and I don't I don't get it. Like, and I was desperately trying to understand. I was begging these people to explain to me why they were clinging so tightly to Trump twenty twenty. Not not to just the Trump signs. Yeah. Just the Trump twenty twenty. Like I don't get those. And because it was such a huge could, shock. I mean, yeah. When you know beyond a shadow of a doubt how something's gonna, the outcome of something's gonna be, and then. It doesn't happen that way. Yeah. It's like a part of your brain is just still not accepting it. Yeah. And it made it even worse when that jack off and all of his followers kept lying to people about it. Well, and, and a guy asked me, he said, look, he said, he said, look at it from my perspective. If Trump had done almost no campaigning and he had a hundred people at his rallies and there were not a whole lot of people that came out for him and you don't see a whole lot of signs and flags and stuff like that for Trump. Would you be shocked that he won the election? Would you think that maybe it was rigged? And I got to thinking about it and I admitted it. I said, yeah, yeah, probably. I probably would think that it was rigged if it went down like that. I said, but you have to think, you can't think about this emotionally. You have to think about it rationally. Look at the court cases that came up when people were saying that it was rigged. Yeah, I probably would think it was rigged, but I, I like to think that I would be smart enough that if I saw my side go into court 50 times and lose every single times. time, that I would think maybe my side didn't have it right. But... The other guys can't seem to let go of their hero worship long enough to have a rational thought about it. And that's the part that's... A, like, I can't, I can't understand people that can't think about things rationally. Like, my brain just doesn't function that way. Well, that too. And, and, and it's like that guy, that, that idiot on Facebook, that's just... He gets a mad when I call him out. I was like, dude, have an original thought. Everything you're saying, you're getting straight off of fucking Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they are. It's like I, like I can listen to Fox News at night when I'm driving around at work, just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. And the next day, that's nine out of his, nine out ninety percent of his posts are stuff that I heard from Fox News. Right. You know. Uh, well. I mean, those people have been sued several times for lying. I mean, how many times has Fox News come out and said these people aren't newscasters; they're entertainers? They've had to say that about all their people. Yeah. And and what were you telling me earlier? How 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 many times can a a station that has news in the title say that they're entertainment and not bef- be before held accountable for fraud? Yeah, before they're held accountable for fraud, because like like I don't get it. <laughs> But I did have some good reactions to that post that I made in the group. There were people who agreed with me. So I know that there are people in this county that we live in who are not um, just blind Trump supporters. Yes. No, it has not beeped yet. Um, So, you know, that, huh? I don't know what it's done. I don't know what it's done either. I'm not paying attention to the oven right now. Okay, I don't, I don't know. I can't see it from here. I'm sorry. It just says 701. Okay. Um, so, 
But you were talking about, um, what, 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 what did you say, um, rational responses. Um, I wanted to talk about, um, oh, uh, Fox News uh, propaganda and um, the stuff that you're hearing that's coming directly off Fox News that these people are putting on their Facebook pages and that they're believing. Um, there is stuff about the, the, Chauvin, the Chauvin uh, verdict that people are taking directly off Fox News. They didn't watch the trial. They're listening right. to what Fox News said about the trial, which is not accurate. Sorry about still that. Recording we had, we had some technical difficulties. I have, we're, we're back now. Um, anyway, so we were talking about the Chauvin trial. So what was going on is that people were watching, or, or Fox News had their people watching a trial. Right. And then they would comment on it, on their view of it, whether it was accurate or not. And then the people who watch Fox News would get on Facebook and start spreading all these lies and rumors. Um, stuff like, um, I've heard this one before, um, George Floyd had enough fentanyl in his system to kill a horse. Well, that's coming straight from Fox News. The medical examiner that the defense brought to court said he didn't have that much fentanyl in his system. So these people are not watching the trial. No. These people are watching Fox News about the trial. About the trial. And Fox News is lying to them. Because I, like, I, during all this, I was I was flipping back and forth between Fox News and some other stations. And the other stations were like playing stuff from the trial. Mm -hmm. Like you heard the defense attorney. You heard the prosecution attorney. You heard the witnesses talking. You heard all this, the actual people talking. <clears throat> but on Fox News, it was... It's like they didn't play clips from the trial. Mm -hmm. only, tr only clip they played from the trial is when they read the verdict. Yeah. All the rest of it was them telling you what they were saying in the trial. Yeah. And it was not the same thing. It was not accurate. It was not accurate. And these people believe them because that's, that's where they get all their information from. Yeah. And, and you look, you cannot get your information from one place. No. We don't get our information from MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, or any of it. We watch all of it because it's real interesting to see who's, who's reporting on what because they all have their own biases. I don't care how down the middle you think that they are. They all have their own biases. But as far as this, excuse me, as far as the Chauvin verdict is concerned, what are your thoughts on that? You think, I mean, you think that was a good verdict? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He should have gotten guilty on all of them. Okay. Because it was very obvious that he did it. Yeah. Well, and then that, too. And I wasn't too sure about a lot of it. Mm -hmm. But, again, I listened to the trial. I watched the trial. I mean, like, the experts that the prosecution brought out there. And they boy, knew what they were talking about. And that defense attorney, he tried so hard to excuse the murder of this man. He yeah. tried so hard to blame it on something else. He really, I mean, they got their money's worth out of that man. But it just, in the end, watching a murder happen on screen yeah. is kind of what it took. Did you read the report from the Minneapolis Police Department the day that George Floyd died? No. Oh, you ought to read it. Talks about a man who was... They called the police for a forgery in process. When they got there, the man was sitting in his own car 
waiting for them to show up. They arrested him. He resisted. He seemed to be in some type of distress. They called the ambulance for him, and they transported him to the hospital where he later died. That's what the report that came out of the Minneapolis Police Department said. And had we not had this 17-year-old kid who was smart enough to not turn her phone off, even when the police were threatening her, mm-hmm. they would have gotten away with his murder. Well, see, that's almost like this guy who said, well, I don't see why how the cops do their jobs all of a sudden an issue. It's not all of a sudden an issue. No. It's just all of a sudden they can get recorded and get caught doing it now. Yes. Yes. Cops have behaved this way forever, and they've gotten away with it forever because of a thing called qualified immunity. Somebody asked on Facebook the other day, how is it that somebody at McDonald's can de-escalate a situation where somebody becomes violent in the lobby without having to use a gun? A cashier at at McDonald's can de-escalate a situation better than a cop. Why is that? And it's because the cashier at McDonald's, if they don't do it, they get fired. The cop faces no consequences because of qualified immunity. You need to look up the report on Derek Chauvin um, from a few years ago when he almost killed a 17-year-old kid the exact same way that he killed George Floyd. He was called for a domestic violence thing. He showed up. The kid was not resisting arrest. He put him in handcuffs, put him in the prone position, put his knee on his back, moved the knee to his neck. His mama was telling him, you need to get your knee off. You're killing my son. Stop. And the kid was begging for his life. Mm -hmm. And they had to take him to the hospital too. And it's lucky he didn't die then. There was no cameras on him then. He's had now. I realize he's been a police officer for 17 years. He's had 17 use of force um, complaints against him. That's one a year. That's really not that many if you think about it. It's one per year. But 17 use of force complaints against one officer. They really should be looking into that. Yeah. Well, that too. I mean, not just looking at the officer. Look at his superiors. Mm-hmm. Why the hell is he still out there? Mm-hmm. Because of the union, because of qualified immunity, and because of the thin well, the blue union line. don't guarantee they have to send them back out in the field. It's because of that band of brothers bullshit where they all circled. But one that right home. there, that right there is the only. I think that video. That's not what got that man prosecuted. Mm-mm. This is the first time other cops finally stepped stepped up and talked and, and spoke out against what Chauvin did, especially when that defense attorney. And I've even seen it on Facebook, but these stupid asses. He was doing what he was trained to do. No, he was not. Even the fucking police chief came out there and said, that was nowhere in his training. Nowhere. We do not teach people to do that. I think that the other cops had to come out and say something because there was a video. Yeah, and you know the three because other they, cops that were there, they're, they're going on trial too. They need, to, they need to. Now, that one that had been a cop for three days, I, I, I cannot bring myself to hold him accountable for that because a three-day cop is not going to tell a 17-year cop stop what you're doing yeah it's just it's not going to happen 
That's like asking a kid to tell an adult what to do. It, it, they're not going to listen to the kid. Hmm. So I, I hope he... I hope he gets away with either nothing or a light sentence. Now, the the as as far as sentences are concerned, you know, yeah, Chauvin was found guilty on all on all three counts. We'll have to see in eight weeks whether or not he's given a slap on the wrist by the judge when he's sentenced. Yeah. Because he could go away for forty years or he could go away for six months. We just have to we have to see what he's gonna do. Hopefully he'll do the right thing and send him away for forty years. It needs to go away for a while. Yup. If um, not, th- that's the only deterrent to try to slow some of this shit down. Yeah. It's happening way too often. It really... Well, uh, 15 minutes after the verdict was read, um, that 16-year-old got shot. And while the trial was going on, the other kid got shot. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as that 16-year-old girl getting shot, uh, that's something I wanted to discuss with you on this podcast, too, because we had a very involved conversation before I left for work this morning, and you and I don't agree on this. Well, that's because I haven't seen all the video of it. Mm -hmm. But from what I was told, like, he wasn't... The girl's going after another girl with a knife, and once he saw her going toward her with that knife, he was yelling stop and trying to move forward and he had to make the decision of, I can't cover this ground from here to there. And I can't cover enough ground from here to there with this taser to prevent this girl from killing this girl. So my job is to protect the, the, the one without the knife. Mm-hmm. And if that's how it plays out, then yeah, he should have shot her. And I kind of agree with one guy. Maybe four times is a little much. Maybe. Because even twice. Like a lot of people are saying, should have only shot once. That's not how they're trained. Yeah, you... you, you You're trained, like is what the guy said, you're trained to double tap, Mm -hmm. assess the situation, and if you have to shoot again, you double tap again. Mm -hmm. Like the, the guy that shot the real young kid, he only shot him once. That's actually not what he was trained to do. Yeah. He, but he well, shot once and the kid went down. He realized what he had done. Like like that. Okay, so that situation. 13-year-old kid out at 2.30 in the morning. Might or might not had a weapon that's still up in the air. Well, he had the weapon. They, they found where he threw it right before he turned around. Okay, yeah. It was, it was, but, but at the time he was shot, didn't have a weapon in his hand and was complying with the cops. I think the cop flipped out, made an, a split-second decision, made the wrong decision. Flinched, more or less. He, yeah, he basically, he flinched. And he and he fired a weapon into the chest of a 13-year-old kid and then immediately realized what he had done. And, and actually went to, to help him. And actually went to help. Um, so I, that's not the same thing as... That, that's just not the same thing. No. That is, it's not the same thing. I, it's not. But the situation where this girl was trying to stab the other two girls, the way I understand the situation is that the girl with the knife was the one who called the cops to begin with because the other two girls were out in her front yard fighting. They were trying to drag the girl's mother or grandmother, one of the two, into the fight to hurt her. This girl went inside and was trying to get them off of off the property. She went inside, called the cops, and then went back outside with a knife to try to defend what was going on to try to get these two girls away from what they were doing. 
And then by the time the cops arrived, all they saw was, oh my God, somebody's got a knife and thought she was the aggressor, but she was not the aggressor. But that right there is a situation where we've got cops trained to shoot first and ask questions later, where mental health care workers, uh, social workers, um, people at hospitals, teachers deal with armed people all the time and don't murder them and don't kill them. So the fact that the cops are, shot, are, are taught to shoot first and ask questions later, I think is a failure of training. And we need to, we either need to have people who go in unarmed. To, I, I don't believe that that's how they are trained. That guy, you're trained that you have a use of force, deadly use of force, when another person's life is in immediate danger, imminent danger. The girl that she was going towards with the knife. And see, and that's why I'm trying to find out too. I want to see the video because they're saying that when he got there, she threw one of the girls down and was kicking her in the head and then went after her and went towards the other girl. That other girl was already back. Why did she go after her with the knife at that point? Because she's not trained to de-escalate situations like a cop should be. But I'm saying, but if she throws a girl down, kicks her in the head, and then goes after another girl with a knife, and a cop sees it, yeah, 99 out of 50 times, a cop's going to fucking shoot him. My... I mean, yeah. I just have a problem with the the shoot first ask questions later mentality i'm sorry i do if i have the, a problem the, the, with the it girl, too but sometimes it's justified the girl was black had she been white it's unlikely she would have been shot because in situations like that that are similar white people tend to not get shot that i 100 percent agree with i mean look how, how did rittenhouse like okay the, the kyle rittenhouse Imagine he was a black guy walking down the street after shooting two people, holding a gun, walking toward the cops. Oh, they'd have lit him up quicker than shit. He'd look like fucking Swiss cheese. Yeah. The yeah. kid that shot up the black church. Yeah. They stopped and got him freaking Burger King on the way to the police station after they arrested him. If that had been a black guy, deader than shit. Yeah. And, and I think that's where... The issue is, that's where I'm having the problem with, with this guy's reaction to the 16-year-old girl. Had she been white, it is highly, highly, highly unlikely she would have been shot. Insurrection on the 6th? That have been BLM? There'd have been a lot of dead people there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just like that one 100%. lady was saying during all that, Why are they shooting at us? They're supposed to be shooting at BLM, not us. Well, th these idiots think that the cops are always going to be on their side. And, and unfortunately, some of them are. Did you? Oh, oh my gosh. There is a huge, and I, I don't want to get into this because I don't want to piss anybody off, but there is a huge correlation between white supremacists and people in law enforcement. Huge. Like to the point where if we got rid of all the white supremacists in police departments, we wouldn't have very many cops left over. And I'm talking about people who have, like, SS tattoos and, you know, like, 1488 written on their body. Gang tattoos. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, and I know there'll still be cops left because I have friends and family that are in cop, that are police force. Mm -hmm. And I know 
beyond the shadow of a doubt, oh. there's not a racist bone in their body. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, maybe, maybe casually kind of... Prejudiced, not racist. There's a difference. What? There's a difference between racist and redneck racist. Right. <laughs> and 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 your your family member who is in law enforcement, he's redneck racist. He doesn't mean it. He ain't no. He, he ain't got a racist bone in his body. I don't. I don't mean that he's ra- like he, he he would welcome he would welcome anybody of any race, creed, nationality, whatever, into his house. But he would also maybe. Call somebody from China a Chinaman, not thinking about it. That's what I mean by redneck racist. Very welcoming, very loving, very sweet, but using terms and using phrases and not really thinking about stuff that is not acceptable in the society. <laughs> That's what I mean. But yeah, your your family member, he's, he's not not even a little bit racist. No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Um, let's see. What else do we need to talk about? Um, oh, On the good side. Something I want to bring up. Uh-oh. And you can comment on as much as you want. The Josh fight. Oh, I had that in my notes too. Did the you? Josh fight. Yes. So, tell, so give us some, some backstory. Wasn't it like, fight. you said it was like a last year, right? A year ago today. A year ago today. This guy sent out a, what, it was a bunch of messages to different people on. No, he sent out a group message to, to all his friends please. on Facebook who were also no, named, named Josh. Josh. And he said, one year from today at noon, go to these coordinates. And he, he listed the coordinates. Listed the coordinates. And he said, we're all going to fight to keep the name Josh. And the winner gets to be named Josh. And everybody else has to be named something else. Right. And today, they ended up spreading it out to other people. And then, like, it wasn't just day. his friends. It was like, Hundreds yes. of Joshes showed up, <laughs> and they all fought with pool noodles. Pool noodles, yeah, <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> but yeah, I love it when stuff like that happens. Like the like invading Area Fifty One when that happened, that was great. The Josh fight that they they should do that every year. Yeah, on April twenty fourth every year they should get together and fight with pool noodles. That 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 would be a great tradition. But yeah, the Josh fight is awesome. The Josh fight was awesome. Um... Have you heard about the Razzies, the Razzie Awards? No. Okay, so the Oscars are coming up here in a week or so, all right? Um, and right before the Oscars, they always have the Razzies, which is the worst of the worst, because the Oscars is the best of the best, and the Razzies are the worst of the worst. And if you end up on the Razzie list, you have your movie sucks. <laughs> so nobody wants to end up on the Razzie list. Um, but movies like, um, this year, let me look, um, let's see, Robert Downey Jr.'s, uh, movie Doolittle got the Razzie for the worst remake. Um, the Netflix thriller 365 Days got the Razzie for worst screenplay. Um, oh, they had a special Governor's Award, which they've never done before. But the entire year of 2020 was given a Razzie for being so terrible. <laughs> okay. So, um, people go online and vote for the worst of the worst. Would you like to take a guess at no. what, what won worst picture? And, no. And who won worst actor? No. Okay. <laughs> no. So, 
You know who the My Pillow guy is, right? Yes. He has a documentary called Absolute Proof, which he released, which he says is absolute proof that Dominion stole the election for Biden. It won the Razzie for worst film, and he got the Razzie for worst actor. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, see, doing it, saying it like that, what I was sitting there is like, no, I don't want to guess. It made me think, okay, because you know, I, I've recently discovered TikTok. Oh, I love you know, TikTok. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there watching all these videos, and one of my favorite ones was this girl, she was, or this lady, she's asking her husband. She goes, you know, hopefully we don't have to have another lockdown, okay? But say if we got really, really bad again, and the entire world went for another, had to go into another lockdown, would you A, just want to spend all your time with your loving, sweet, adoring wife, and the guy goes, B. <laughs> and she goes, well, wait a minute, you didn't give me a choice, just let me finish. And she kind of adds some more stuff, and he goes, B. <laughs> And she's like, well, you didn't even let me tell you what B was. He says, it doesn't matter because I know what A is. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> That's, awful. That's bad. A or B. <laughs> but you don't know what B is. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I know what A is. <laughs> There's so many great videos on there. I'll just sit in there and just. I introduced him to TikTok the other day, and he has not gotten. Oh. It's taking away Xbox time because I'll sit in there and like like I got home the other night I was going to play some Xbox to try to stay uh -huh. awake until yeah. it's time to get the kids up for school. Turn my Xbox on, TikTok videos the whole freaking time. Well, you now know, the ones I won't watch is when I see part one. No, screw yeah, you. I'm not going to yeah. follow you so I can see the second part of your video. I'm just going to keep on scrolling to the next one because I don't care that much. Whenever I see stuff like that, I'll click on their page uh, without following them. And if I accidentally do, I'll just unfollow them and then look look for the just watched part um so that i can watch the next parts of it oh, well okay. yeah and and that works a whole lot better than having to follow well, them see, and waiting for it well yeah. see i'm not big on tiktok yet so i don't know how to do all that kind of stuff so you may have to learn me on it yeah i'll teach you have to teach me on it get me learned. Well, I've, I've been doing the same thing as you you know i have shows that i watch when i come home from work there's stuff that I watch and, and, and things that I do online. I love sitting on the couch, drinking a beer, getting a little impaired, and watching Family Guy. That's just like that's like what I do in the evening. The last week, I had come home and spent four hours on TikTok. Just, just watching stuff. And the funniest one that I saw, and it's so stupid, but it made me laugh so hard, was this older woman. She's got to be late 50s, early 60s. And she's like, you know, they told, when they tell you that you're supposed to pick your favorite child, they mean of your children. I know I know that, I know that I now. now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a look on her face. She was just like, I know that now. <laughs> well, see, there's been, wait a minute, did you say you have something you want to say before I start talking? Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there was so many of them that I've enjoyed so much one of them I was telling you about earlier is this guy you had no idea I thought he was like uh, electrician or something because he's walking around his house and he plugs up the vacuum cleaner and turns it on he goes alright good deal okay that works <laughs> and he walks over and he he checks the stove I said, okay stove works alright that's, that's good 
turned on the, the kitchen sink. I said, all right, water's, water's still running. He said, that's good to know. And then he checks like the washer and the dryer and different stuff like that. And he goes, what the hell that woman means she bored? <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but the one of them that I had to actually share with my Xbox buddies because it reminded us of way back in the day and playing Call of Duty Ghost. And I don't know if I've said this or not, but there was times we'd be up really late playing and then cardboard be on. We'd be like in the middle of a round and all of a sudden all you hear was, Shit, she's home, and he would just—he would like he, just he, leave the party. He's just gone. <laughs> and then we started messing with him, saying, "You know, we we're gonna tell her that she, when she gets home, she just needs to walk up and put her hand on the Xbox and be like, <laughs> honey, why is your Xbox warm?'" <laughs> you know. And he actually told her about that. She thought that was freaking hilarious. But there's one this guy made, and the title on it is like, "When you're you're playing Xbox." And the next thing you know, you realize it's 5.30 and that noise you just heard was your wife getting up ready for work. And the guy takes his headset off real close. He's like, oh, I fucked up. (laughs) Oh, I fucked up. (laughs) But I said that to them. I said, this totally reminds me of him. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) And I have one other favorite. Okay. And that was uh, the young kid. That was playing Xbox or something. He, he looked like he's probably 18 or 19. And his mom walks into the bedroom and opens the door and says, Hey, you want to meet my new boyfriend? He's like, whatever. She goes, okay, fine. And she walks off. He's sitting there playing. And the guy walks, the boyfriend walks up to the door. And he goes, hey, what's up, champ? And he just kind of like rolled his eyes at him like, ugh. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. You don't like the name champ? And he walks up kind of closer to him in the bedroom. He goes, what about Dragon Slayer 27? <laughs> and the guy like sits his controller down and pulls his earpieces, his headset down real slow. And he looks over at him and goes, what? He said, I haven't used that name in years. <laughs> and he goes, I know. Ten years ago in Modern Warfare, you drop shot me, you little shit. And I told you I was going to fuck your mom. <laughs> And then he walks off, and the little kid's like, no! Because <laughs> that's how you hear, I mean, when you get these little eight-year-old kids, yeah. oh, I'm going to fuck your mother. And I'm like, well, she's like 85, but, you know, if you want to knock Go the dust it. off, come on, buddy, I don't care. Have at it. But. Oh, I saw a meme, or this is one that I showed you the other day, talking about 10 years ago and, you know, stuff like that. And it showed the 8-bit Zelda yeah, that's the one you should... No, it, no. It, it was it was 8-bit Zelda, that was, and it was right next to Ocarina of Time. wasn't 10 years. It was what we think what graphics we, look like 20 years ago. Right. It's what we think graphic looks like 20 years ago. We think it's the 8-bit Zelda from 20 years ago. But 20 years ago was actually Ocarina of Time, which is like way, way better and way better. And it makes me feel so old because I remember playing Zelda as 8-bit. And that was like 35 years ago. <laughs> That's I have awful. loved every Zelda game I've played except for the second one. I did not enjoy Link at all. Okay. The first Zelda was really good. The scroll left and right Zelda I didn't like. Then uh, after that it was... Uh, had something to do with... It wasn't Ocarina of Time. I, well, I, it, but a it was one where was... you had to go back and forth in time, mm-hmm. and but it was like an old school Super Nintendo 
first one that came out. Yet. I mean, I played through that one so many freaking times. Well, the the guy that I was dating at the time got Ocarina of Time for his birthday. If that tells you how long ago it was. Yeah. And played it until it fell apart. I, I got so sick of hearing about Ocarina of Time. I was like, Oh, oh I my love God. that game. It, it was is. a good it was a good game and, and but I just that's that's all we did. That's all we did was we watched wrestling and played Ocarina of Time. Well that's just like and, and I know I am was Zelda's and that's why the one that you have on the Nintendo, what is that little handheld Nintendo game that y'all have? The Switch. Switch. Yeah, Breath of Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. You I haven't lost, played it yet. Because yeah, you, you know you'll get so game. sucked into it. Oh yeah, because if I start playing it, that's it's, that's going to be all I do. I'm going to end up taking that fucking thing to work with me, and while I'm in line waiting to get loaded, I'm going to be playing it. I mean, it's it's going to be it'll get bad, and so that's why I have I've refused to play it. I can't figure out how to get through a certain part. You can't figure out how to get through a certain part of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. It was it was that one part uh, where there's all those little like turret things. Yeah, I can't well, get past the turret. If things. you're not sure how to do it, you need to contact your oldest brother. Yeah, I know. Alex is really good at that game, and like he does something where he can like he'll like go straight to the final boss. Uh huh. And fight Ganon and kill him. And he he does it like with no tools, with yeah. no nothing. Like he 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 watched some some speed run through Breath of the Wild, where instead of doing the side quest where you get like all the energy and like all the the weapons and all the stuff and all the skills that you need to fight Ganon, he just goes straight, straight to, to fight Ganon. Ganon and then ends up beating him. Yeah, there's a way you can do it, but see, I'm the one that when I play games like that, I'm going to do every side quest I can possibly <laughs> find. That way, I totally wrecked that boss, that next boss when I get to him. Because it'd be like, you know, you start off and you're level one, the first boss you fight is a level five, and you're like, no, screw that, I'm going to go do side quests, I'm going to get to like level 15 or 20, and then we're going to go back and see who's the boss now. We're going to have a coming to Jesus meeting with your little level five ass. Yeah, I'm I'm going (laughs) to screw you, I'm going to mess you up, dude, come on. (laughs) That's you know? like me playing Pokemon games. I'll over level my care. I'll over level my Pokemon to where they're fully evolved, mm-hmm. and then the gym fights. I'll just You're go done. straight. But that's not Pokemon them. Go, though. Is that's a different Pokemon? Yeah, yeah like that's that Pokemon okay. Sword and Shield that uh, yeah. that I uh, played um, on the other Nintendo Switch. I can't remember what it's. Oh, okay. Was. Yeah, Sword but, and Shield is a good game. It's a good Pokemon. But I had game. leveled up okay. my Pokemon to like level. Like twenty five or something in the, and the gym's Pokemon were like level fifteen, so I was ten levels above where mm-hmm. I was supposed to be. Yeah, and I just one shot every single one of the gym's Pokemon. Cool. Well, see, that's the same thing I do with when I'm playing Call of Duty on zombies. Mm-hmm. Before I get to the last part where you have to finish that last objective before you can decide to go on to the next level. I'm doing everything in that round I possibly can, get my weapons leveled up, get everything going. I go to do that last part, and I have to eliminate that big zombie. Dude, I'm killing him in like three seconds. He's dead. <laughs> he gone. Um, there was something I was going to ask you. Oh, oh uh, here's that idiot on here. Uh-huh. It's Fox News reports the truth. That's why you don't watch it. They don't promote all that propaganda you like so much. Fox News has literally gone to court for telling lies 
and has come out and had to say that their people are not journalists and that no reasonable person would consider it news. They have had to say that in court because they keep getting sued. Why are these people still watching Fox News? It's because they're in what's called a, um, a confirmation bias bubble. Um, when you want somebody to say something that agrees with you, it's called confirmation bias. And you don't listen to anything else unless it agrees with you. It, that, that's not the way you need to live your life. That's not reality. That's creating your own reality. And that, that's not... How can you be a functioning member of society if you just refuse to accept the truth? Anyway. Oh, so I read today about a space flight that took um, <clears throat> four astronauts to the International Space Station, and it was on a recycled space capsule. I'm going to say that again. We sent four astronauts into space on a recycled space capsule. When I first read that, I was like, whew. I, no. I would not be that person on the recycled space capsule. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day about uh, Yuri Gagarin. Gagarin? Yuri Gagarin? Yuri Gagarin? Anyway, the first person in space. Mm-hmm. He was a, a Russian cosmonaut. 5'2". Um, he was a uh, fighter pilot in the uh, Russian military. And the only reason that they allowed him to be a fighter pilot, uh, they had to fudge his like entrance exams and all this other stuff because he was so short. Um, fighter pilots were not supposed to be above five uh, ten, but so that they could fit into the into the um, you know the cockpit. Right. But he was so short that he basically had to do it on a booster seat because so he could like see out over. <laughs> but that was one reason that they picked him, and like so they had um, they had like twenty people um, that they picked out of uh, flight school. Um, you know, or out of out of this um, out of, out of the military to go into being a cosmonaut and and sending them into space. And out of those twenty people, everybody was supposed to vote for somebody that they thought was best suited to go into space. Not for themselves, but they had to vote for somebody else. And Yuri Gagarin got almost every single vote. And this dude like fought Nazis when he was eight. Um, he. He had to overcome like physical and 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 mental like problems in his life, and then he gets there, and everybody's like, "Yeah, we want to shoot you into space on the front of a missile." And his, <laughs> yeah. basically, his entire um, like if anybody can survive this shit, it's you. Would you, you go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or he was so irritating that they're all like, "Yeah, we definitely want to strap you to a <laughs> missile and shoot you into space." But this was like a, I, I could come up with a pretty long list of people I'd like to <laughs> strap to a missile and light their ass on fire and let them go. But they they put a 10 days supply of food in the capsule with him because they were hoping that if something went wrong and he didn't re-enter the atmosphere that his orbit would degrade to the point that after 10 days he would be low enough that gravity would pull him down. I mean, the whole thing was just, they were just like flying by the seat of their pants trying to figure out how to shoot this human into space. <laughs> so, his... <laughs> that his reminded entire, me of uh, Bill Ingvall and Here's Your Sign, the yeah, guy who wanted to test the, the... No, test the, uh, test the shark bite suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Now, what are we going to do? We're going to put you in this shark bite suit, and we're going to throw you in that pool of sharks. And you're going to have to tell us if it hurts when they bite you, okay? <laughs> well, all right. Hold my sign. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of this That was kind of this deal with Yuri Gagarin. But he, uh, um, his entire mission was basically don't die. That was, that was, that was what he had to do. They didn't allow him to have any controls inside the, the module because they weren't sure if the G-forces were going to cause him to pass out. And if he passed out, then he would never get back. So they were controlling everything from the ground. But the problem is they launched him into space. There were no other satellites up in space, so they couldn't communicate with him as he was going around the Earth. So they had to wait for him to come back around? They had to wait for him to come back around before they could control this damn thing. And because there was no, like, the Russians and the Americans were, like, not not getting along at this point in peri- this period of, of history. And so we weren't, like, communicating with all of our stuff. And the, the U.S. people wouldn't allow them to use our radio to communicate with their cosmonaut who was up in space. So they shot him up into space, got him in low orbit. He said he made it there just fine, didn't pass out, which... I, Honestly, would probably be the scariest part of that for me. Just It'd not knowing like, what was going to happen. I didn't pass out, but I don't think we packed enough underwear because I done <laughs> tore these suckers up. <laughs> it would have been, if, you, if you'd have been listening to me on the microphone on the way up, you would just hear nothing but just screaming the entire way. Mama! <laughs> so he gets into orbit. Um, he does one full circle around the Earth, and then they pull him back in, right? And then they drop him. Well, he drops basically in the middle of Russia into this, into this field, in the middle of a farm. And there's a farmer and his daughter that are out there, the only people that see this orb parachuting down from the heavens. They had no clue who he was. So they're sitting there watching this thing happen, and, and, and it hits the ground. He's safely on the ground. It pops open. This dude in a spacesuit jumps out. I'd have shot that dude. I know. I'd, 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 have, been the, I'd have been the police. I'd have and shot it, first and asked questions later. And then, hey, there's a dead alien in my property. Can y'all go get him? <laughs> and then he just goes up to him and says, where's the nearest phone? Because that was the, that was the method they were going to use to get him back. He just had to go find a phone. And call into headquarters and be like, can you come get me? Where you at? I don't know. <laughs> I have a collect call for Russian cosmonaut headquarters. Will you accept the charges? <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was just, I can't, like, I can't believe it worked. That's just, that's a triumph of human engineering. We managed to No, that, that was a triumph something. of pure, pure freaking luck. Well, uh, but that's what humans are good at. We're good at luck. Half the shit that shouldn't work when we do it, it works. Man, because some of the stuff that SpaceX is doing now, like, well, SpaceX it, is it, the one that's. It's sent really these. cool to see them. You know, when they had that initial booster rocket, they're basically controlling it, and it f- comes back down and lands on a pad ten feet next to where it, fuck, it freaking took off from. Oh, I know. Like right? I don't. Like I don't get it. That was impressive. But what was really impressive when they shot that one and the, the angle they had to shoot it off at, mm-hmm. they couldn't get it back. They had a ship out like several miles in the freaking ocean and they landed that damn thing on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. You just, landed it on a boat. Like they, like a hand came out of the heavens and just set it down. 
right where and you like, needed to get. And, and it's so smooth when it hit the ground too and landed. And you're like, holy crap, man! The, this is this is beyond impressive. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But. Uh, but I mean, it, it. But that's just the way technology goes. I mean, twenty years from now, they're going. We're going to think that people are going to think like that was nothing. You know. Yeah. That was like one of my other TikTok videos. It was this lady asking her like young teenage daughter, "What's a rotary phone?" Oh yeah, I saw that one. Uh, something you call people with. Uh, what is a phone jack? And there she was saying it had something to do with a phone, but not like where you plug your phone into the wall. Yeah. It was all these different things, and she had no clue what any of them is. Well, you you tell me what a plowshare is. You know, mm. I think it exactly. So I think I think it's ridiculous to expect future generations to understand the things that we understand because right. we don't understand anything that came before us. Like when those that that one I, dad I gave his, crops. That one dad that gave his two teenage boys and told him he was going to pay him money to the first one that could figure out how to work this device. And it was a cassette tape. Yeah. And they were like looking through it. I mean, they were trying to, they thought it was like one of those little, one of those little view, 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 view masters. Yeah, view master. And they were just, they were just totally lost. Oh, somebody um, had a three and a half inch floppy disk and took it somewhere. I can't remember where it was. And, and a 15, 16 year old kid saw it and was like, oh, that's cool. You 3D printed. The, the image save, of the, the save the icon. icon. Yeah. And he was just like, no, that's not what I did. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, like, of course <laughs> they don't understand because technology has moved so quickly in the last 30 years. You know, you and I are the last generation where we went from having almost no technology to having all of the technology. We, we're, that, we're that generation that bridges the gap. Like, These guys, like, our think, kids, have always of, had technology. We've talked about it before, like... I can remember the first time being in a movie theater when the opening thing says, please silence your pagers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, but when we were kids, we didn't have any of that stuff. Mm -mm. And now that we're adults, we have all of that stuff. And our kids have always had all of that stuff. Well, I mean, how, how, how old was this one when we first gave him his phone? Six years old? Maybe. He was six years old when he got a smartphone so that we could play Pokemon Go with him. Yeah. Because he enjoyed playing Pokemon and I was tired of giving him my phone. So we just got him his own phone line. Well, just even... And I still love the phone. Like, stuff like, like yeah, that, too. It's like, there was... It was these three different people. They made this TikTok video and it shows this little cutscene from something and Master Chief from Halo comes out. Uh-huh. And you hear this little kid goes, Oh my gosh! They... they on this on this show or game or whatever it is, they they've got the guy the the Fortnite skin. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Of and this one girl goes, she like gets up like, all right, I'm about to go throw hands with an eight year old. <laughs> and this other this and this other guy's like, I got the shovel. And the other guy's like, come on, I'm driving. <laughs> about if, to throw if, some hands with an eight year old. If I if I heard that, I'm young, but I I know the difference from a Fortnite skin and the actual and the game. real thing. Yeah. Because I've actually played Halo. I yeah. played Halo Reach and a couple of other Halo games, so I know that Master Chief is not originally from Fortnite, <laughs> and that just kind of annoys me, knowing that people still get <laughs> they that still don't confused. Know. Yeah. Well, see, I, I thought it was cool when they put a Master Chief um, 
Easter egg mm-hmm. in the first Destiny game. There was this part, because you know, like, he went in, like, cryostasis or whatever for a long time. And you and you actually went up to that pod and had a thing where you could exa- examine and your ghost would come out and he would read it mm-hmm. or scan it. And he wouldn't say Master Chief, but it said it's... He talked like it was some, like, great warrior or whatever. And it was uh, soldier number whatever. And it was Master Chief's Master Chief soldier number. number, but they didn't come out and say Master <laughs> Master Chief. You keep pronouncing it Master Chief, and my brain wants to say Master Chef because that's what I watch no. <laughs> on Bravo. I watch I Master know, Chef he, a lot. He might can cook. You don't know. Yeah, there's no telling. <laughs> and you're up there by yourself all that time. You got to be able to eat somehow. Right. I'm sure he's reconstituting some freeze dried shrimp or something. <clears throat> eat talk, all the time. You're talking about up. talking about throwing hands. You reminded me. When I went to go get my COVID vaccine this last Saturday, I thought I was going to have to throw hands with an old lady in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get up we, and fight, woman. <laughs> we, were, we were in line, and I was I had my mask on, was maintaining my social distance from the person in front of me, and she was, like, all up in my business. Mm-hmm. And then I would move forward a little bit, and then she would get even closer. And then I would move forward a little bit, and then she would get even closer and then I moved forward even a little bit more. And she was like literally right next to me. And I finally turned to her and I said, are you trying to jump the line? Because if you'd like to get in front of me, I will gladly let you get in front of me. And she goes, I know you're not talking to me. She goes, I'm not trying to jump the line. I'm just trying to get up here so I can get in line. I said, man, you're in line. I said, I'm trying to maintain social distance. But if you'd like to get in front of me, you feel free. <laughs> and... Yeah, and she's like, well, I know you're not talking to me. And she was, like, just mouthing off to her mother who was in the wheelchair the whole time. Like, not talking to me, but talking about me right next to me. And I guess the uh, the people that were there running the whole thing heard what we were saying and, like, came over to us and asked us to maintain some social distance. Because that's what I told the woman. I was like, I'm trying to maintain social distance here. I don't know what you're doing. But if you would like to get in front of me, I will let you get in front of me. Because you're clearly trying to jump the line. See, I, I like it when our podcast talks about stuff like this, but every now and then it brings up bad stuff. I don't like to talk a lot about a lot of bad stuff, but I do want to say, you know, with the whole COVID thing, uh-huh. I'm glad you got your shots, and I'm glad for everybody that's doing it. And because just this week, uh, we had back up a couple weeks ago, they made a new position at work. Mm-hmm. For like a head maintenance guy. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy named Jose. He took the job. He'd been there for years. He took the head maintenance job. It was just about three or four weeks ago is when he took it. Yeah. Uh, he'd been off for a few days because he was sick. And by the time they got him to the hospital, he was down to 20% lung capacity on mm. Tuesday. And he died Wednesday from COVID. Wow. You guys get your vaccines. Socially distance. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. But, it's yeah. not a joke. Yeah, COVID is not a joke, and it is very serious right now. It's very serious. We've had and over six hundred thousand people. It gets that have worse died. by the day. Yeah, but it's gonna start getting better mm-hmm. with the vaccines. If we can get seventy-five percent of these dumbasses to get their <laughs> to well, get their vaccinations, no. well, it's like the, I heard a guy say the other day. Getting 50% of the population vaccinated was not as hard as we thought it was going to be. But it's going to be a hell of a lot harder trying to get the other 50%. Yeah. 
The thing is, we don't need to have them all vaccinated. Just wait for them all to die off from COVID. Well, they're going to end up doing that way. Well, it's possible. It's very possible. And I hate to think of it that way, but... Or either catch it, hopefully live through it. Live through it, yeah. If they don't... And then get, like, some natural immunity. Yeah. You know? Because that can happen, too. If we can get 75 to 80% of our population either vaccinated or with natural immunity, then we will have herd immunity and we will have controlled COVID. We will control the spread of COVID. Um, but so we have to have at least at least eighty percent. Well, then I heard somebody complain about well, they you know they're now talking about how we might have to get a booster every year, and mm-hmm. that's just stupid. I'm like, flu shot. You get your flu shot every year, don't you? Huh. Ain't no freaking different. It's no different. Go get your damn flu shot. You go get you your get flu your shot. You shot. get your flu shot and your COVID booster every year. Yeah. Ooh. And it's free because your insurance pays deal. for it. You don't pay for a flu shot. Just go get the damn thing. Just people are either going to get their COVID vaccine or die from COVID. And once everyone that doesn't have their COVID vaccine dies off, then there's going to be no one else that doesn't have their COVID See, vaccine. See, that's what people think. But the problem is you can still continue to get sick from it and spread it around. Mm-hmm. And we don't want... And what happens is when <clears throat> when you don't have what's called herd immunity, um, these viruses can get into healthy people's bodies and then mutate and then get to where the vaccination doesn't work against them. That so we want to get as many people vaccinated as possible so that the virus doesn't have the opportunity to mutate in a healthy body. Because that's what happens to the flu every year. Not enough people get vaccinated for the flu every year, and it it it, it mutates. And that's why and so, we still need uh, That's why you still need shots. a flu shot. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why people need to get their measles shot. You know your your eleven year old shots that you got the other day that you bled like a stuck pig. We got mm-hmm. you vaccinated because we don't want you to get polio. We don't want you to get rubella, the mumps, measles, any of that stuff. We just got you vaccinated for it, so you don't have to. You you've never had chickenpox because we got you a chickenpox vaccination. Hmm. So, get your vaccinations, people. It is the most successful medical experiment in history i if people just stopped calling the vaccines and just called them co- covid get rid ofs people <laughs> would start getting people would start getting them maybe because i think people are not getting them because they're vaccines yeah because and if people just and if people stop calling them vaccines and shots people people won't know any better well, maybe we can do something like they're going to they, end up or they're going to end up making a, an appointment for a COVID, COVID. Call it COVID go bye-bye. <laughs> Did you get right, your COVID, COVID go bye-bye? Well, that gets back to the Fox News thing. I mean, Tucker Carlson, he was one of the guys that was on board with this dude that was wanting to name the COVID vaccine mm-hmm. after Donald Trump. Yeah. He was all for it because Trump, our freaking Lord and Savior that he thinks he is, got us that vaccine. Mm-hmm. Let's name it after him. And now he's out there saying... Well, maybe the vaccine doesn't really work, and they're just not telling you. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a dangerous purveyor of dangerous information. If we went by I don't the, see how that guy gets through a daily without getting punched in the face. If we went, if we went by that logic, who, who the heck ended up calling their child chicken pox? <laughs> if we went by that logic. I don't know. Why would you name your child chicken pox and polio and stuff like that? Why? There's no reason for it. Well, talking about the vaccine, you know, they pulled the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because they were having an issue with blood clots. 
So out of 7 million vaccines that were given, six people had an issue with blood clots. So less than one in a million people. But, now, but, did, <clears throat> but did they say... Because people get blood clots all the time. Right. But they but it was a direct result it from was a vaccine. It was a direct... Okay, yes. that's what I was wondering. Yes, okay. it was a direct result from a vaccine. People do have reactions to vaccines. Nobody's going to... You know, they absolutely do. And, and you need to be cognizant of the fact that you could potentially have a bad reaction to a vaccine. It is possible. Mm-hmm. Even vaccines that we've had around forever, you can have a bad reaction to. And these have been on the market for less than a year. This is all uncharted territory, right? But the Johnson & Johnson vaccine caused blood clots in slightly less than one in a million people. Mm-hmm. Birth control, hormonal birth control, is considered a low-risk medicine, and it's given to women every day. Right. All the time. It causes blood clots in one out of every thousand women, and it's considered a low safe, risk. low-risk yeah. So you you got to get a little a little perspective in there about what's high risk and what's low risk because one in a million versus one in a thousand, you tell me which one has less risk. I mean, come on. And Biden hit his he doubled his goal on not on day 92. Day 92. He said he was going to get 200 million 200 million vaccines. By his 100 days, and he got it on day 92. And they made fun of him for saying he was being too big and, and too uh, ambitious too and too big for his britches, trying to say he's going to get a million, 100, 100 million people in his first 100 days. I thought for a bit, I thought it was a tiny bit too much. For a, for a bit, I thought it was a tiny bit too much, but then I figured out that, yeah, he, he ended up getting that. Well, and then I realized yeah. how... He, he did not get 200 million people He didn't say vaccinated. that. He said 200 million shots in people's arms. 200 million shots. Some of those are the double dippers. Some of those are the, have to have the two shots. So, you know, I mean, he's, he's not saying he got that's 200 still. million people vaccinated, but that's still pretty good. Hey, it's, it's kind of the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. And because then, if, if one person has two shots, then that counts as two shots. Two vaccinations. But that's just one person that's been vaccinated. So it's not the same thing as saying I got 200 million people vaccinated, but he's given out 200 million shots. You know, and somebody made the I made a comment about that, and somebody's like, "Well, he didn't. He's not the one that got all that done." I was like, "You're exactly right. He's not." Yeah. But unlike the last president, Biden was smart enough to put people in place that knew what the hell they were doing to get that done. Did Biden know how to get that done? Hell no. No. And he never pretended he did. But he's like, okay, well, you're a professional. You, you have an expertise in logistics. Come here. You're going to help. You're really good at this part of it. Come here. This is your job. Yeah. He's not like... He's extremely he, good at delegating. He's not the boss that came in and said, oh, I know better than everybody. He's not an idiot like the last one. Yeah. He was smart enough to put the right people in place. And and he's giving credit to those people. He's not trying Absolutely. to take the credit himself. He's not saying, I came in here and did this. He's saying, we, all together, all of us work together to make this happen. Let's continue making it happen. Let's continue getting this done. And I, I, I after the last guy, man, Biden was not even my, he was not my first choice. He was not even my fifth choice to be president. But man, has he really stepped up and impressed me 
yeah. in the last six months. Well, the, well, uh, he's been president for what three months now? Yeah, he just hit a hundred days. Yeah. No. Yeah, a hundred days is coming up. Hundred days day is right at coming up. But, yeah, because he okay, hit ninety-two so, on like Tuesday, I think. Okay, so he's coming up on a hundred days. In that first hundred days, he has impressed the hell out of me. Just in his response to COVID, because he has really ramped up getting experts in place and saying, "I don't know what I'm doing. You need to." You need to fix this problem. Mm -hmm. I need you to help me fix this problem. You tell me what you need, and you've got it. Help because me that's my job is to give help you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help me. Help you. Show me the, the money. money. <laughs> Congratulations, you're still my, you're still my, my, my agent. <laughs> he looks back, and all of his lines are dead. Poor Jerry. <laughs> I seen that movie for you know I watched the beginning of that movie the other day and it talked about how there was a uh, um, four billion people on the planet and I was like oh that is so that's so dated because right now there's like eight billion people on the planet. Well, see, I thought it was funny because they were showing a picture of Tom Cruise and the kid. Uh huh. In that movie, and then they showed a picture of Tom Cruise and that kid now. Tom Cruise looks like he's exactly the same. And, Tom, and that kid looks like he's forty years older than Tom Cruise now. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe worshiping Xenu is good for the skin. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> Having your thetans cleansed on a daily basis may be good for you. I guess. I don't know. Whew. It has not worked for Kirstie Alley, though. I feel real bad for her. <laughs> Who? Kirstie Alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she's... Mm, no. She's... Mm. She shows up on my Twitter feed. I don't follow her. I don't want to see her bullshit. But she shows up in my Twitter feed, and I can't figure out how to make it stop other than just blocking her. Hmm. She'll Speaking of blocking, I had something. I come across something that I never, I haven't had it in since. You know, cardboard and I play Warzone all the time. When we catch somebody cheating, we'll report them and we block them. Right. We were playing one the other day, and I uh warning thing came up on my screen uh-huh it said a player on your block list has joined the same lobby do you want to continue hmm. and i went nope because we blocked them for a reason yeah oh. you know because there's been several times where we like it's i think we've talked about it before but we just sit there and watch the kill cam and like like the other day i had a guy that was following it was either me or him one we saw it on the kill cam follow us through this hill and as soon as we popped up Shot me in the head with a sniper rifle. Yeah. Mike. He's cheating. Why do you cheat in a video game? It's, I mean, I can understand back in the day when you could have, like, the game genies and stuff like that, you know, to get the different cheat codes and stuff to beat the computer. That was, that took a little finesse and a little skill. And that was, you know, doing the Konami code to get it right. You know, and you had, you know, just. Well, I used to have the game genie for the first PlayStation. Yeah. It was thing that you could, it had cheat codes already preloaded on it for like a couple hundred games and you can like you could actually download and like enter in more cheat codes mm -hmm. it was one for like infinite number of cars and jackal or whatever the fuck freaking games it was that we played you know or uh extra uh ammo or uh, gold for final fantasy i mean different stuff like that yeah. you know so but that was pve not player versus player. 
Yeah, player versus player, you don't need to cheat because you need to. That that needs to be more organic. More because when that first started, man, people were coming out. I mean, they had lag switches. Yeah, and all kinds of crap. And now you can order aimbots. Yeah, it's fun. that you plug into your controller in between your controller and your Xbox. But you know, if you went to online to try to order one of those, they're not all that expensive. They're about sixty or seventy dollars, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. To me, but there's I... about a seven to eight month waiting period for them. Yeah. So what's up? For I'm me, sorry, I kept cutting you off. For me, I think it's fine if you cheat on an offline game or PVE type game, but if you're cheating on an online game, that's just ruining the fun for other players. Yeah. Well, I think it's just some players just. It's like it makes them feel good to win, I guess. I don't know. They suck at the game, so they have to have something else do the game for them. Yeah. Like, I love it when some of those professional gamers that Twitch and live feed stream and all that kind of crap get busted cheating. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there was one group that got busted cheating, and their group, because they did, like, team competitions, they got fined, like, 50 grand. Good. Another funny thing is some Twitch streamers, they'll stream themselves cheating, mm-hmm. and some people forget to turn off the models and whatnot, so whenever they're using aimbot, it'll actually show the lines putting up to the to the enemies in boxes around them and like showing their little <laughs> characters, and they forget to turn that off, so their entire Twitch tra- chat can see it, and they instantly get banned like as soon as they start their their stream and they're confused on why they well I haven't seen it I haven't looked it up yet but I saw something the other day that there is some streamer or twitcher or whatever that he knowingly like everybody knows he cheats mm-hmm. and but what it is is he whenever somebody comes out with a new cheat he does that cheat and plays online to stream it so that he's like I'm doing this so you know what to watch for Oh, I like that. When you see this in a kill, watch your kill cams. Because when you see this in a kill cam, this this is what they're they're doing. doing. Yeah. And from what the article I read, the number of people that have been banned just from him doing that has like grown quite a bit. Good. Because people are like, oh, report. Yeah. (laughs) And and they, they, they take that crap a lot more serious than you think. You know, it's pretty crazy. That's good though. Yeah. I sometimes come across cheaters in some uh, games made by Ubisoft, mm-hmm. and as soon as you report, like at the next game, if you s- end up seeing them and you report them again, like five seconds later, they get instantly banned. Because if they get reported more than twice, then you get banned. Yeah. Well, you should be. You should be. Because some people will report people just for no reason other than this person's better than me. Mm-hmm. So I want to report them because I think that they're cheating. Um, but uh, they don't really notice that it's you the second time. So they don't report you. They're fine with it. Well, just because you get reported, too, doesn't mean you're going to get banned. But because before they do a, either a hard ban or a soft ban, they can go back on those servers. And, like, if I was playing and I got lucky one of the few times I actually quick scope somebody from, and they're like, oh, that's, you know, if somebody thinks it's cheating. They're going to go back and they can watch watch that game. The whole game. And they can watch it from my perspective Mm -hmm. and see if there was something I was doing that looked suspicious. You're not good enough to look suspicious. Because there's been some times (laughs) we were playing (laughs) and then Cardboard, like, 
quick scope somebody or something. I don't know what it does. And he went, shit. I went, what, man? He's like, I'm going to get reported for that because that was BS. There's no way I saw that dude. <laughs> like the one video I showed you where he was on um, on some building and this dude that was parachuting, like if you thought about it in like a real life scenario, the guy was probably parachuting from a mile away. Right. And he was sitting there watching him and he shot at him a couple of times like, dude, what are you doing? And then the guy goes through trees, cannot see him anymore, and he shoots again, headshots the dude and kills him. I was like, dude, if he watches that kill cam, you're getting reported because there's no freaking way. <laughs> that reminds me of a couple of well, times whenever I got reported while playing Rainbow Six Siege because I was playing a character that has a heartbeat sensor, uh-huh. which shows me where the enemies are. So I'll just sit down there at a corner, basically camping, waiting till I see No, 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 no. We don't camp in this house. We strategically well, just... <laughs> ambush. We don't call it camping. We do not do that in this house. We strategic ambush. <laughs> But I'm, I'll be standing there behind a corner to where the enemies can't shoot me. I'll be sitting there behind an unbreakable surface. Um, and as soon as I see that little circle going right next to that doorway, I'll throw a C4 right down there at that doorway and trigger it. And I've been reported like three times for it because they don't watch kill cams. They instantly skip the kill cams, not looking at who uh, killed them. Well, I wonder if they're listening to your mics, too. When they watch those those games back, I wonder if they're listening to your your hot mics and going, "Oh yeah." I don't know if they can if you're in a party in party chat. Well, I'm sure that the yeah, yeah if, they're, if they're game chat. developers, they can listen to whatever they want to listen to. I Maybe. think yeah, you yeah, probably have I, to be I in bet, game chat. Well, I bet all that stuff is saved, and the they can probably go back and and listen to you. And if you're like, "Oh man, that was bullshit. I never should have gotten him." That was. Ooh. Yeah, you know they're probably listening to that and going, "Okay, yeah, that." Was- I usually well, keep think myself. If somebody probably reported me for cheating, all they'd have to do is look at my KD and Warzone. They're like, "No, he's, <laughs> no, ob- he's not cheating. He's obviously not cheating. <laughs> this dude sucks." <laughs> How do you have a negative KD? <laughs> well, I do have a negative KD. In well, Warzone. that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you? Because there's such a few negative- times. There's a lot of times I get no kills, and and you may die five times if your teammates keep buying yeah. you back. And it's to the point where we're getting... How do you have a negative 100 KD? We were laughing so hard. There was one night where there's um, contracts that you can get. If you can get to a certain buy station that it marks, you can get your teammate back for free. Right. Or if you have $4,000, you can buy your teammate back. Right? Right. And like one of us died, and I went over and bought him back. And then right after that, I got killed. So he lands on one of those contracts... Goes over to the buy station, and as soon as he buys me back, he got killed. And here I am floating back in as he gets killed. And then I do the same thing. I think we revived each other like four or five times, and each time we landed to the, you know, you would buy them back because it shoots off like a like a flare gun when you do it. So it lets everybody freaking know that you're there and you did it. it. Yeah. And you do that, and then you try to take off running, and it draws all the attention, and so you get killed, and your teammates parachuting in. And we just kind of just, so we were like, we had like no kills that game, but we both died probably like four or five times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we need to cut this short. Oh, we can't cut this short. This is already going like an hour and I know, but we days. missed last week, so it's okay. It's okay to have a supersized episode. Thank you guys for making it this far. I'm sorry that I blew up at our oldest son. Um, I apologize for all the, the back and forth and for the 
um, all the noise at the beginning of the episode. I hope this was a good one. Thank you for sticking with us this long. I want my bumper sticker. What does your bumper sticker say? The one I showed you a while ago. What does it say? It says, you put it on your window. Uh-huh. It oh. says, please don't park too close, I'm fat. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get that you that bumper sense. sticker. <laughs> so, we're signing off for the night. Guys, thank you for joining us. This is Cricket. And Bonk. And this is the Shays Lounge. You can find me at Cricket Shay on Twitter. You can find me at... Um, okay, so my Insta- I have two Instagrams. We've got the Shays Lounge on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Which you can follow us there. I've got Sarah C. Shay, but Sarah is spelled S-E-R-A, and then C, and then Shay on Instagram. If you can find me on Facebook, friend me on Facebook, where can people find you? It's, uh, what, Vaughn... Vaughn Shay At Twitter. On Twitter. And is, is it on? No, I don't have Instagram on You don't have Instagram. No, where can people find you? Nowhere. Nowhere? You don't have any online presence? Oh, nope. you know what you should have said? Hmm. In their nightmares? <laughs> <laughs> I don't All right, got well, very many we're, social medias where I... Good. Yeah. And I don't want to, like actively put out my socials because that's I don't like doing that because okay. I don't like the attention and I do not like getting notifications on my he phone. Wants to, he wants to be a Twitch streamer but he doesn't like attention. These two I mean like I don't like together. notifications. I don't like seeing like 500 <laughs> notifications from Discord. I gotcha. Alright, well, we're calling it quits for the week. We will hopefully see you back next week. Yep. We love you.